still. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings to you all. Let's have a ball on the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker, excited to host another edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. Thanks for joining me once again for Talking With T. It's February 21st, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, former United States Representative John Robert Lewis, who was a notable politician and civil rights activist, who let us know that there are times when we have to get into good trouble. It is also the birthday of Jordan Peele and the late Nina Simone, in addition to late American lawyer, educator, politician, civil rights leader, Barbara Jordan. It is also the birthday of Michael Jackson's daughter, Blanket Jackson. On this date in history, African-American Muslim minister and human rights activist, who was a prominent figure during the civil rights movement, Malcolm X, was assassinated. Today on the national calendar is International Pancake Day, Mardi Gras, National Grain-Free Day, and National Sticky Bun Day. The theme this month is love and happiness. Don't hate yourself for everything you are not. Love yourself for everything you are. Love yourself as much as you want to be loved. When you love yourself, you become more self-aware, more confident, and more at peace. You tolerate less, you command respect, and you simply don't lower your worth. When you love yourself, you take care of yourself, mind, body, and spirit. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business. Become a sponsor or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back with special guest, the East Area Ministry Director for the Emerald Youth Foundation, Kaylin Chesney, as he discusses possible expansion to East Knoxville.
Designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM. Just the best every day. Hello, listeners. As you know, I'm talking with T. One of our goals is to keep the community informed, and I'm excited today to have Kaylin Chesney, who serves as the East Area Ministry Director with Emerald Youth Foundation, on the show to tell us a little bit more about a possible expansion that Emerald Youth is looking for in East Knoxville. So first of all, Kaylin, welcome to Talking with T. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a, a privilege to be able to uh, join the show and and uh, share more about uh, what we're doing here at Emerald, specifically in East Knoxville. So I'm excited to be here. 
Great. So I am interested in all of that, what Emerald is doing in general, but specifically what Emerald is planning to do or wanting to do in East Knoxville. So let's just start with your role and some of the things Emerald has going on to support the community in general. Yeah. Um, so I currently serve as the director of area ministries with uh, Emerald here in East Knoxville. And so my position, I um, I oversee all of our East Knoxville operations for the most part. And so currently we run a Just Lead After School program um, that is housed at Mount Zion Baptist Church. Um, that program is a Monday through Friday program serving ages uh, first through eighth grade. And so um, right now we have about 60 students enrolled in elementary school. Those students come from Summer Green Green, Chilhawee, Spring Hill, and Emerald Academy. Uh, we also house our middle school program there, which is the, makes up about the remaining uh, 30 students. And those are students from Vine Holston and Emerald Academy. And so that program operates Monday through Friday uh, for the elementary students, Monday through Thursday for the middle school. And um, we're able to uh, offer your typical after-school program. However, one of Emerald's biggest thing is uh, producing godly young adults. And so within our after-school program, we're also able to have daily devotions with the kids. So we're able to offer a faith activity um, every single day. Uh, we offer homework help and tutoring with those young people as well. And then just kind of your traditional after-school program uh, after that. And so um, the same with the middle school level. Like I said, it's Monday through Thursday. Um, and they offer those exact same programming as well. The director of that program is Shantara Ennis. Um, she's the director. She does a really good job with that program. And then for high school students, we have what we call college and career, and it's an educational-based uh, program. We actually operate that um, at Overcoming Believers Church. Uh, thank you, Dara Arnold, Pastor Arnold, for allowing us uh, to have space in there. Um, but that happens um, every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, and we treat that as a drop-in uh, program. It actually allows high school students all the way up through their second year of college to come. It's a center that's available for homework help, tutoring, ACT prep, if a student just needs to write a paper, um, if they are wanting to fill out a job application, um, we offer all of those activities, all of those services. Um, every day that the center is open, we have different workshops. Uh, those workshops vary anywhere from uh, the grind that it takes when you get into college to um, how to uh, develop good study habits. Um, and then if there's a, a need that a young person have, um, has, we're able to, you know, help support that need as well. That whole goal behind that program is helping a kid or a young high school student figure out what their calling or their career may be. Um, we pick up from Austin East for that particular program, but it's open to any student in East Knoxville. And so Kevin Sanders is that director of that program. I mean, we're currently have about 40 students from Austin East enrolled. Um, but average about 15 a day uh, that come. And like I said, they can come and leave whenever they want. If they only want to come just for a workshop, um, they're able to come there as well. And then lastly, um, our Emerald Youth Sports, <laughs> Chris Whitehead, serves as the director, and that encompasses a couple of different things. One, making sure that the young people in the community know about the different sports that Emerald is offering, um, such as volleyball, uh, baseball, soccer, um, our wrestling team, swim team, 
um, and getting information out to the community, to the schools. And then we also serve as a support to the school's athletic programs, especially at the middle school level, uh, because a lot of the sports at middle school level outside of basketball, uh, track, and cheerleading are not sanctioned by Knox County Schools. And so we're able to come in and help those young people get transportation, uniforms. Um, we actually started an in-house league that includes Vine Hosted, Emerald Academy, uh, Willow Springs, um, and uh, Gresham. And so they're actually able to play those games. Vine and Hosted actually practice at the new Cloud Walker facility. Um, they hold practice over there, and then they, they it's too small for them to play games, but um, but those kids are able to uh, compete in a league uh, with some of their peers. And so all of those things right now we're currently doing um, in East Knoxville. I know it's kind of a, uh, a Cliff Notes version of it, but <laughs> that's, that's Well, I have one question. Doing. No, that's a mm-hmm. lot, and I appreciate you sharing. I didn't really – and I know Just Lead has been going on for a while, so I didn't oh, realize yeah. you still had programming – but is there a cost for any of the programs you mentioned, elementary, middle, or high school? Yeah, so for elementary and middle, um, during the school year, it's $65 for the semester. Well, that's, that's not bad at all. No, the whole semester. For the, for the whole semester, $65. Okay. And most of our sports, um, we charge $35 uh, to participate in unless you are involved in some of our club or travel and then those sports. The cost of those can go up. And then right now, if a person is wanting to take swim lessons, um, it's $25. But if I'm not mistaken, that's for five lessons. And so that's happening right there at the E.V. Davidson Center as well. And so if anybody's uh, wanting to do swim lessons, they can go by there and sign up. Um, And I'm I'm about certain it's $25 for five lessons. That's what I think that's what it was last time I, I checked on it. And then the high school program at Overcoming Believers, is there? Yeah, so that's no charge, no charge at all for the high school students. Uh, any, okay. like I said, any student that also needs to come and take advantage of those services. Uh, we actually run a van um, every day that we, we operate uh, that will pick students up and take them there. Um, or if a student, you know, is enrolled, they can come and, and stop by if they're able to drive or catch the city bus, however they need to get there. There's no Perfect. cost at all for the high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so now let's move a little bit um, and pivot toward the expansion and what we really wanted to talk about, keeping the community informed on some opportunities that Emerald is looking to explore in East Knoxville. Yeah. And so um, about – I'm sorry, I've probably been working at Emerald uh, about to be five years. And when I first started, uh, we were having discussion about our Lionsdale complex, which uh, was completed about two two years ago, two, three years ago. And so what we have been having the discussion on is if there's a possibility to uh, duplicate or replicate or <laughs> whatever, Kate, <laughs> something like that right. <laughs> in the East Knoxville uh, community. And so what we have started doing, um, how this came about is that as people would come and take advantage of different sports offerings or community events that were being held in Lonsdale, um, the question began asked, like, hey, will, is there a possibility of something like this happening in East Knoxville? And so about a year ago, that, that, that question became more relevant um, to the work that we were doing with the expansion of East Knoxville. And, and it was like, hey, maybe we should sit down and have a serious conversation about that. 
And so um, what we've done is formed a committee, um, and that committee of stakeholders, um, it's about 12 of us that work on this this group. And it was like, okay, let's begin some community work and some community discussion about if we are wanting to do this, like who do we need to talk to? Well, who are those businesses, those nonprofits, those neighborhood associations, anything that you could think of? Um, that we would need to have discussion. And so we put together a list and the team. We've just been uh, hitting the ground, uh, running and having these meetings um, about, one, if something like this is possible, is it something that you would want to see? And then, two, you know, if it's not something that you want to see, tell us that as well, you know, so that we can know, you know, kind of really what the community is saying. And if it's something that you know, people want to see, then let us know that as well. And for the most part, the feedback has actually been really good. Um, we've held two community meetings. We have one at the Change Center, and then we had one at Greater Warner. Um, I'm actually planning a youth uh, community meeting as well um, to come up here in the next couple of weeks. Um, we just, uh, we're trying to lock in that date now. We're going to try to host it at the Change Center, allow young people to take advantage of that skating ring afterwards. And, um, and so that's kind of been that process to date. We've probably talked, we've talked to over like 400 people. Um, and that involves community members, like I said, businesses, nonprofits, um, housing associations, homeowners, um, parents, students, a little bit of everybody just to talk about that possibility of, of expansion um, into East Knoxville. And so it's been going pretty well. All right, so when you are gathering this feedback, are you asking more of do you want a center that is like the one in Lonsdale or are you getting feedback that will help shape the services? Because you already have programming. Yes. So I was just curious, you know, if you're asking for input in what type of center or basically do you want a facility like the one in Lonsdale, which I've been to, and it's an awesome place. Yeah, yeah, no. So it's it's been a little bit of both for that. The first time we um, had discussion, it was like, hey, Emerald does we so we do three things: faith, learning, and health. That's that's kind of like our our three things that we have you know been able to get good at: faith, learning, and health. And so, when our first discussion at the Change Center, we was like, okay, in the area of faith, in this community, what needs do you see that young people or families need? In the area of health, in the area of learning. You know, what are these needs? When we had the second meeting, um, we went from the angle of, okay, for elementary age young people, what would you like to see? What services are needed um, for middle school and high school? And then if there was a facility, what would you like to see in that facility? And so what we've been doing is really compiling that information, uh, one, uh, to see, like, and, and really just telling people, hey, like, the things that you're asking, you know, we're currently already offering through our programming. But if we were able to put a facility um, in East Knoxville, then some of these things that you're listing here, you know, is what we would want to know that you're saying that the community is asking for so that we can see, hey, does this opportunity for, you know, whatever it is, does it fall within the scope of what we offer? And then if not, then, okay, are there partnerships and collaboration that can happen um, so that these needs can be met? Um, and so, like I said, the feedback, I mean, it's, it's been really good, um, just talking uh, to families and community people. And, you know, collaboration is definitely one of the biggest things that have came up. 
All right, Kaylin. So you've mentioned that you've had conversations with over 400 people, and I like that you've reached out to different facets of the community to really capture more voices and that it's been pretty much positive. Now, mm-hmm. you know this is talking with T, so we kind of dig a little <laughs> deeper. And what I want to oh, yeah. know, if there are some cons or concerns that people have brought up that you all are taking in consideration. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. There have been some concerns that I brought up. Uh, one of the biggest things is around usage um, of the facility. Um, will it be for members of the community or will it, you know, be for outside um entities that are coming in, will our kids be able to come in and use it? Um, that's definitely been one of the things. And, and like I've been telling people, you know, one um, being one thing that I've been able to really do in the position that I work in is make sure that we have the right people in place, right, that are the ones that are working um, here at Emerald um, and serving in the East Oxville community. And ensuring that the uh, partnerships that we establish with the community organizations um, are coming first. And so um, making sure that they are the ones that will be able to take advantage of the facility um, because the reality of it is that most of our programming that we offer ends around 5.36 o'clock. And so we don't want this to be a, a, a place that's, you know, not being used. And so, me personally, I work with uh, the Baby Roadrunners organization. I work with Willie Anderson and Knoxville Area Youth Alliance. And, you know, I'm working with all of these organizations saying, hey, if this comes open um, or if this is something that becomes available, how can we help to support what the, what, you, what it is that you have going on? And so um, the uses question definitely is one to come up. And, I mean, some of the feedback, you know, could we establish some type of of MOUs in place or is there different things that we can happen uh, to make sure that there are people, the community is using it, um, you know, through our, I think the partnerships that we have with the, with the schools and the sports that we offer, um, I think you would see a lot of kids in the neighborhood playing on those fields, if it's fields or using a facility. And so um, that's probably been the biggest thing, um, usage, uh, collaboration. Uh, will it be a space that other uh, groups can use and other um, nonprofits can use? And definitely, um, if you, like you said, you've been to our Lonsdale facility, and, I mean, we have a community meeting space in there. Um, I mean, we've held uh, health events, health fairs. Uh, we had partnered, I know, with Miss Cynthia, and she was uh, offering COVID vaccines um, at that Lonsdale facility. We've held repasses. We've supported families in ways, you know, that, the average person wouldn't even think that, you know, Emerald does, uh, but 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 we do. And because we truly want to be a support for the area that we serve, not just for the programming that we offer, but also to support uh, the programming that other people offer as well. So we're definitely um, looking at the concerns that, you know, people are asking about and, and taking it back to the committee. And that's the good thing with the committee and the people that, that we're working with. Uh, we're all coming back and saying, hey, in our meetings with, you know, this person or with this entity, they're asking, like, can we do something to make sure that this is in place? And so we're actually, you know, really taking all of those things into consideration. Was there any concern about duplicating services or pulling away from a service or a nonprofit or an organization that already exists? 
Yeah, yeah. So that definitely um, is one of the things that came up. And the thing, so we are not wanting to put in new programs, I'll say. Um, we're, we're wanting to just enhance what we're already offering. One interesting uh, statistic is that only we're only serving like 13% of the East Knoxville young people. And, and that is continuing to grow. But as we're meeting with different nonprofits, that's definitely one of the questions that came up. And it's that, hey, no, we're not bringing in anything new. You know, we're here. We're in the community. And so, you know, how can we enhance what we're already doing? And so that would be, you know, what I think this facility would be able to do. But also with your program, and maybe you don't have space. Um, I know a lot of nonprofits operate off of shared space. And maybe you don't have space to offer any type of recreational activity or different things like that, you know. So could this space, could the facility like this also help you meet the needs that you have to make your success, your program successful? And so that's, you know, we're looking at all of that and taking all of those things into consideration. Well, I appreciate that, and I appreciate you coming on Talking with T to help yeah. inform not only myself but our listeners and the community about these plans. And if someone has feedback or some ideas, how can they get in touch with you or the committee? Yeah, and so um, if someone is wanting to reach me, um, you can do it a couple of ways. My email address is kchesney, K-C-H-E-S-N-E-Y, at emeraldyouth.org. Or you can reach me by phone at 865 637 3227 extension 158 and that actually rings directly to my phone and so um, I, I keep my phone on me so if anybody has any questions definitely just reach out to me I would love to sit down and like I said even if you think this is something like no I don't think this would work I would love to hear that as well like I said being somebody that's from East Knoxville community it is that you know always in the forefront of what I do and I would love to, you know, be able to continue to bring more and more resources into that community. I always say through collaboration, there's enough work for everybody. And I oh, think man. you are hitting <laughs> it in a, yeah, in an appropriate way, getting feedback, um, getting community buy-in and capturing their voices so that we don't feel like it's a takeover. You know what I'm right. saying? But right. more of an enhancement. And I am eager to learn more, and I want you to come back as we get the ball rolling and you gather more feedback to keep us updated. Yes, ma'am. Anytime. I appreciate you for this opportunity, and anytime I can uh, come back, you just let me know, and I'll be here. All right. Thanks for talking with T. Thank you for tuning in to Talking with T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking with T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Aerodynamically, the bumblebee shouldn't be able to fly. But the bumblebee doesn't know that. So it goes on flying anyway. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with Teeth.